0: Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, Governor Kay Ivey delivers the state of the state. Also, the state is flush with cash. And Mo Brooks has a message for former President Donald Trump.
1: Help me, Mr. Spade, I need help so badly. I have no right to ask you. I know I haven't, but I do ask you. Help me.
0: Ain't too proud to beg. All this and much, much more Coming up next on The V. Welcome to the voice of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues. So you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, investigative reporter and columnist with APR. Welcome.
2: Hey Josh. Hey, how are y'all?
0: So, uh, the the Alabama legislature's back in town. Uh, (laughs) I
1: thought that I felt less, you know, less wealthy. Yeah, yeah, well
0: there you go. It's like we used to say back in the old days, Hide your liquor and your women and your money. Lock it up. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. They're coming after more than the liquor and women this time. I can tell you that. Oh, it's an Mm. election year. Uh, Governor Ivey gave her State of the State, uh, uh, mostly positive, recounting her uh, accomplishments with the legislature. Uh, You know, I think great leaders do accentuate the positive. I do think that's Mm -hmm. true. And I I did see uh, uh, some right-wing website go, call her uh, Governor Meemaw, because she had said one time that blamed the unvaccinated. Well, Mm -hmm. UAB is blaming the unvaccinated. They, the people that are sitting in the hospital and uh, around the state are the ones that are sick sick, are the unvaccinated, Josh. But, uh, you know, the Democrats weren't all that pleased with Governor Ivey's uh, state-of-the-state, the state, but they weren't all that displeased.
1: No, uh, you know, I, listen, I, I think that um, everybody, it, it, it's hard to be very critical right now with a lot of things because there's so much money. Uh, you know, and right. and much of that is is due to, to Joe Biden and Democrats uh, at, the, at the federal level sending a lot of cash our way, and so we're flush with cash at this point. Uh, you know, and we've we're uh, not to mention the economy has been fairly good. Um, you know, even through the pandemic, the, the economy, especially in Alabama, has been fairly good, and, and we so we haven't lost a lot of revenue. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that prison plan now that the uh, now that you know Treasury says that we can't use that money. But uh, you know, I, I think that it's hard to be overly critical uh... at a time like this when you have that much money floating around however I think we are going to quickly get into some to some issues. And I think Anthony Daniels, when, when taught, given the Democratic response to Kay Ivey, he mentioned a lot of those things and how they would like to see that money spent for the betterment of the working class in Alabama, uh, specifically on health care issues and some other things. You know, maybe we should spend COVID money on COVID. I know it's a crazy idea, uh, but I think we are very quickly going to run into some problems uh, in the legislature in the session that's, that started this week.
0: Well, I, 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 you know, and we're going to get all into all those issues mm-hmm. right away. But I, I felt I, I came away from the State of the State feeling good in light of where we are, right. and as far as the governor has tackled some of the tougher issues that we we've had in the state for forty years, really.
2: She has, she has, and she does a great State of the State. I hate that we weren't there this time. I do enjoy watching her deliver the State of the State, but she's. She's really done some accomplishments with our infrastructure and a, a lot of those issues that have been hanging around for a very long time.
0: have, I, I mean, Josh, you were talking about uh, income. Uh, mm-hmm. Geez. Uh, the state registered record revenue growth uh, over the, the last year. I mean, student general fund dollars were up 11.4% or 256 mm-hmm billion dollars uh, that was a pretty big that's big a huge
2: one. numbers mm-hmm. education trust fund was up 16.4% to 8.64 billion as well yeah. now no, the, I mean, I think the average, it, the, the average it, growth here you got to understand from 2011 to 2019 was just 3.7% mm-hmm. a year so these are huge numbers a lot of oh. I
1: mean people are spending money they're spending yeah, oh, money yeah 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 they are and and you know and, and I, that you know leads into the to the raises uh that uh, you know the four percent for state employees four percent for teachers and um mm-hmm. and, and you know i think that uh, that that's something that's needed uh and you look at the chart uh where you know where teachers start and especially given uh where we are right now uh with the staffing issues in our public schools uh well public schools and private schools and charter schools everybody's having problems uh keeping keeping teachers at this point uh um, You know, it's been a mess, and so I think that that will definitely help as well. Some other things that that are coming along. You know, I I think my my biggest issue is, uh, you know, everybody agrees on what the problems are, and everybody's happy when we get a good fix like this for some of the problems. The issue is some of the things that make it into the speech that everybody knows are not real problems, and so you know, you you spend time talking about CRT and nonsense, you know, and it's just why everybody knows this is not an issue because it's an election
0: year. It's election year, and she's got 14 people that are trying to run to the right of her. I mean, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and I, I don't want to get too far off into the weeds, but I mean, this week, we heard some of the most over-the-top oh, rhetoric I have ever yes. heard. I thought we were a- at a Klan <laughs> rally or John Burt Society get-together. And you hear that, like I said, on these right-wing websites where they're going on and on and on about, you know, critical race theory and rejecting ARPA money and rejecting this, and live you know, they're not living in a real world. They're
2: living in a fantasy world.
0: That's a fantasy land that you think that, that the state of Alabama can't take federal dollars, that the state of Alabama can ban, can bring school prayer back,
1: that yeah. the state
0: of Alabama has any ability to do any of these yeah. things that are federally, I mean, it's like teachers. They, they wanna, you know, say what teachers can do and what they can't do and all this. Mm-hmm. Well, do away with those federal funds and we will have one-room schoolhouses <laughs> taught by a schoolmarm that you gotta
1: import from Georgia. <laughs> yeah. I right. mean, it's, it's insane, man. Uh, it's just, is absolutely insane. And, and let me I'd just like to point out one small thing. Voluntary prayer in school is absolutely legal and happens every single day in this country, every day.
0: I I don't remember a day when I was in school that I didn't pray. Oh, God, don't let me fail this. Town. I know. I know. I pray. I, I wouldn't have made it out of high school without prayer. You know I mean, I mean it, it's just, it is political silly season. It is. We're going to hear every kind of reason that Alabama stinks over the next uh uh, uh, five months, and and how they're going to fix it single-handedly, because the federal government and the I mean, uh, one, one candidate attacked the legislature, attacked the governor, and acted like they weren't Republicans. I mean, I don't know what they are. They're what.
2: And 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 a lot of the, the what I'm hearing on what they're going to change is things they have, have absolutely, absolutely no, no power, power to do right, 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 in, right. In, in a gubernatorial, gubernatorial position.
0: position. All right, we're well, we're gonna have to let that. Well, that's never stopped him from talking. <laughs> anymore, right? All right, well, we'll we'll leave it right there. You're watching the V, the Voice of Alabama Politics. My dog Jupiter is frightened when I climb too high the owl said
2: check for monsters daddy
0: i did honey there are no monsters you're perfectly safe protect yourself and those you love vaccinate now So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket.
1: What are you in for?
2: Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding
0: stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Uh, Susan uh, Mo Brooks just keeps digging a hole. You know, he's part of a civil lawsuit
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that uh, says that he uh, incited the riot and caused, helped incite the riot, caused problems, caused distress and, 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 and damage, damages. And so he goes to court last week. He's his, he's his own representative, his own lawyer.
2: And goes in there. Yeah, they names, yeah
0: no doubt. <laughs> So he goes in and tells the judge, no, 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 this was part of my official uh duty as a federal employee, a congressman, and uh he's made that argument to the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice said, no, 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 it's not. <clears throat> the judge now has to decide whether he was acting as a federal employee or whether it's a campaign event. But he he revealed something in his filings and what he said to the judge that sort of lands him in trouble either
2: way well you know he's he's really laid out very carefully how this was his job and how all of these uh uh twitter uh tweets that he did were done by his staff uh on staff you know on congressional computers and blah 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 and, and if indeed the judge finds that it was a campaign event, he's got serious <clears throat> ethics problems right there for using congressional staff for it in an event. Something else I found interesting in there. He goes about on about each one of the five tweets. And it was all his staff. And then he gets down to the bottom and he said, you know, this was all my staff and, you know, they did all of this without my knowledge except for maybe one. Wait a minute. You just denied all, in all individually in all five tweets that you didn't do it and you didn't know about it and then you get down here in the bottom of the page. Well, <coughs> maybe, maybe one. I, I don't know.
0: Joshi also used his campaign staff to write the speech.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, he's he's basically set himself up in a situation where it doesn't matter which way it's ruled, he screwed either way. <laughs> and so, yeah. uh, you know, which happens when you represent yourself. It's I gotta say, if if it is true that he has gone about this alone, uh, without legal representation of any kind, that he has not sought out any sort uh, of advice from an attorney, I. I that ought to be grounds for removing Mo from office, or never vote for Mo for anything else. There are attorneys everywhere in that building. Uh, there are—I mean, you—there would be a guy that would give him free advice just to get his name out there, and would right. be, you know, fairly decent advice. <coughs> Probably, you know, a Harvard, an Ivy League grad, law school grad, uh, would give him advice on what to do. And that if he did actually did not seek out anybody's advice on this, I, I, it's which, I mean, judging by what he's done, it seems pretty apparent that he did not. Uh, This is insanity, absolute insanity that this is the way he has set himself up for this because he's going—he's absolutely in a position where he can't win either way. Right, Mm -hmm. right. And it's very interesting that
0: he would choose to represent himself, Susan. He has never been known as a skilled attorney, but there you go. Uh, One of the things that happened this week, uh, Club for Growth, uh, Club for Growth, their their PAC, has vowed, has bought, announced that they are spending 2.3 million dollars in television ads and mail blitz over the next 10 weeks to come after Katie Britt. Now, Club for Growth was the original Never Trumpers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They their owners or their main contributors are people who do business in China. And yet they're backing Mo Brooks. Now, the other candidate they back in Alabama is Barry Moore, who is the idiot in chief of Alabama politics. I mean, the poor guy has no sense whatsoever, but he got elected. But, Josh, the ad that they ran against Katie Britt, number one, it's all full of lies. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing seems to be they have a problem
1: that BCA endorsed a black woman. Yeah, well, you know, God forbid. uh... whenever you can tie, it's it's so funny to me to listen to to groups like this who will scream and cry if you mention racism of any point, at any point, in an argument with them. But yet, they always seem to lean on these connections. To to black officials somewhere. I mean, they couldn't. They can't wait to throw Barack Obama into an ad somewhere or Kamala Harris into an ad somewhere. And it's it's so weird how they always lean on just that subtle racism and sometimes very overt racism in a lot of cases. And I think this may be borderline overt racism with what they're doing with with Katie Britt. But it's yeah. you know it's so. You know, God forbid you elevate a person based on their qualifications and and ignore their skin color. You know uh, that's just uh. yeah. I mean Susan, they
0: make it sound like Katie Britt endorsed right. Terry Sewell for the seventh congressional district. She was running unopposed. She's going <laughs> to win. The business council in Alabama, their board of directors and membership determine who they're
2: going to endorse, not Katie Britt personally. Back in the day, when Billy Canary was there, he would tell the board how to vote. It Mm -hmm. doesn't work that way anymore. The president is not involved in that decision, that is strictly a board decision.
1: Yeah. And Jerry Sewell, by the way, is a very competent, highly educated woman who has done a damn fine job for her congressional has.
0: Absolutely. Uh, no, yeah, you would
1: be lucky to have Terry Sewell as your representative in Congress. Yeah, She's very, absolutely. Effective. very, 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 and, and that a business, uh, God forbid
0: that a business outfit should yeah. realize that there are black. Leaders in the state that need to be endorsed,
1: right? Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and women for black matter. citizens and 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 their constituencies in in a in a highly in a in a district that has a high number of minority uh, folks yeah. in there. I mean, it's just you know, come on, man.
0: I mean, just think about it. The chairman of the Business Council of Alabama is a very accomplished black man. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, give me a break. Hey, that just real quickly. You know, uh, Mo Brooks is always touting his endorsements. You know, he's got an endorsement from the the president. I think the president's having a pre- former president Donald Trump. I think he's having second thoughts. Like he's he's of- talking about Rand Paul and, and Barrymore and all these people that I don't think matter in Alabama. Whereas Katie Britt has got the endorsement of the Farmers Federation, mm-hmm. the Retail Association. I mean. Forestry, Automobile Association. Susan, I think those do matter.
2: But those absolutely do matter. I mean, those represent a large portion of voters in this state, and it's a very, there's a very, very strong organizations. When they say they endorse, most of the time everybody's gonna follow their lead.
0: Yeah, I'm, unfortunately we're gonna have to leave it right there. You're watching The V, The Voice of Alabama Politics. We'll be right back. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, nope, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. My dog Jupiter is frightened when I climb too high. The owl said.
2: Check for monsters, Daddy.
0: I did, honey. There are no monsters. You're perfectly safe. Protect yourself and those you love. Vaccinate now. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Uh, We don't know for sure, but we know that we've heard from uh, legislators that the governor and the state leadership is looking at perhaps having a special session with inside the regular session to just deal with the American Rescue Plan Act funds, ARPA, mm-hmm. by short. There's, there's around 1.5 billion, Josh, in funds. This, this discussion over prisons, whether they can spend the 400 million on prisons, is ongoing. Uh, So we don't exactly know where that's going to end up. But I think something that's important that Governor Ivey mentioned in the state of the state, broadband, water, and sewer. Those Mm -hmm. are big things, Mm -hmm. water and sewer. Speaker of the House, Mike McCutcheon, has made the same thing. Broadband, water, and sewer. President pro tem of the Senate, Greg Reed, has said the same thing. Important that they spend the money wisely. Mentioned Mm -hmm. broadband, water, and sewer it is
1: imperative and Josh you know why we need to work on water and sewer and yeah yeah absolutely you know water and sewer uh, specifically has been a, a great source of embarrassment for for this state of the way that we have ignored uh, the black belt area uh, and people who have been struggling in that in those areas with basic sewer services I mean we yeah. we have people in this day who are straight piping sewage out of their out of their homes because they have no real alternative because they can't afford you know to to connect to uh, a septic tank or or to yeah. dispose of mm-hmm. it properly and it's causing disease and everything else in those areas and we've known about it for years and and we have been unable to do this and so we have funds now and so yeah that's a that's a, a big priority as is broadband we have whole sections whole big swaths of this state that are not covered in any meaningful Way uh, by broadband access of any kind, whether it be cellular or landline service, and so yeah. it, it's it, it has it's something that is very very important to a number of very rural areas. And if we're ever going to bring this state up, you know, probably I would say broadband. Uh, is one of the most important things mm-hmm. in, in terms of the future of education in this state that we can do because if you can't connect to the internet reliably and, and do the things that you need to do on there uh, as a student now, um, you, man, you're, you're behind. And I mean, we got kids sitting in McDonald's parking lots using, yep, using right. Wi-Fi yep. and, and it's just and a, a damn shame, really.
2: And two of, the, two of our school systems just this last week went to virtual because of lack of uh, staff. So Mm -hmm. what are those children doing for broadband? Because they have well, to school,
1: they're sitting in, like you said, McDonald's party lot Yeah, sure, and, and you know, and, and one thing I do hope that they do when they when they look at all this stuff is I hope that they don't reward some of the companies uh, who have blocked off access and and prevented access from a lot of uh, from a lot of other smaller companies coming into some of these areas uh, and, and and really kind of manipulated the maps. And and we all know that that's going on. And you can ask, you know, Republicans and Democrats in in the state house, uh, they know it very well as they started studying these maps. And I really hope that what we can do. IS MAYBE uh, REWARD SOME OF THESE SMALLER COMPANIES to, TO SPREAD THESE LINES OUT ACROSS THE STATE. WELL, AND I AGREE, It's THAT IS A HUGE ISSUE.
0: Uh, THE LEGISLATURE RIGHT NOW, they, THEY DIDN'T GET ANYTHING DONE BASICALLY THIS PAST WEEK. Uh, I, I THINK THEY'RE, they're GROWING uh, VERY AWARE OF THE FACT THAT THE STATE HOUSE IS UNSAFE. Because you got Omicron, <laughs> it,
2: it's
1: a patri dish.
0: You got Omicron just spreading like wildfire everywhere in the
1: state. Uh, I mean, no, 10, perfect. they're cases. perfectly fine, Bill. They're perfectly fine. Matter of fact, you know what? You know what would make them safer is if everybody could carry a gun in there. That's what should make them that, safer. Yeah, Omicron and a gun. That's what everybody needs to go into the state house. Well, that
0: seems to be the big things that they're, they're going to cover. Is going to be uh, critical race theory, carrying a gun everywhere in town. Uh, granny got one under
1: house code. I mean... Except, it, it for, just, except for where, though? Where can they not carry one?
0: In the state house. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: You will get tapped real yeah. quick. You try the hell to... hell the on gun. the side of a
1: highway. The hell with the cops on the side of a highway, but you can't carry one in the state house where they're unsafe.
0: You know, and it's just the craziest thing to me. We're always hearing from Republicans, law and order, law and order, law and order and support the, the, the men and women in blue. But the men and women in blue are telling us that you are going to make Al- Alabama citizens less safe. You're going to make cops less safe.
1: Mm-hmm. You're going to
0: make everyone less safe if you let people carry guns without a permit. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, yeah. that yeah. makes no. sense. What do they know? Nothing no, no, do do
2: they they that makes any sense. Yeah.
0: Some, somebody the other day said you shouldn't have to pay a, a fee to exercise your, uh, one of your constitutional rights. And I thought, well, this anti, anti-protest anti bill, I mean, yeah. most of the time you have to pay a fee yeah, to protest. Permit. You know, yep. you, yeah, know, you, you, gotta you gotta get a permit. You yeah.
2: gotta get a permit to drive. Yeah, you gotta you, get a permit for everything.
0: Well, I, I'm not sure we have a constitutional right to drive, but we do have a constitutional right to travel unfettered, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe we shouldn't have to pay for license. Focus. Anyway, uh, the... Uh, it's just craziness. It's, it's election season, but I want to move on here. We got about a minute and a half. Uh, the money race for governor is is looking uh, pretty interesting. You know, Governor Kay Ivey's got about 2.5 million on hand. She raised 300,000 Blanchard uh, is had had 5 million plus in her account. Uh, she spent a bunch of money right now. She's spending about a million and a half on advertising. Tim James, who just got in the race, he's he's got, uh, what, Josh, about
1: $500,000? Yeah, I mean, accounting alone that was in there as well, he's got, I think, just over a million, um, and, yeah. and so he, uh, yeah, it, it was a, a loan of 500000 I believe, from a business partner of his, and then he also got some uh, some donations from uh, from business partners and friends.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you're, you're talking about everybody's got about a million, at least over a million dollars, Mm-hmm. Uh but it, it's how much can you raise? I just I, I just don't I, I don't know how this works out. I mean Linda Lindy Blanchard has plenty of money to spend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim James, you know, a million dollars is, is a good start. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, right now it looks like the governor and, and Lindy Blanchard are almost neck and neck on fundraising. Money's the mother's milk of uh, politics, Josh. Uh, Everybody's gonna have to raise a bunch of money because there's a lot of people in the race.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, I I don't know if Ivy really needs that much more money. Uh you know, she can she can run the ads that she needs to, I think, you know, they're trying to knock her down and so they're going to they're going to have to do more work than she is. Uh so they're going to have to come up with a lot of cash. Of course, Lindy Blanchard can just pull it from the from the bank account, I guess, but uh uh but Tim James is going to have to get out and I guess go to the revival tents and and you know, shake the offering plate some.
2: Yeah, and it it's going to take some fundraising and 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 not only because they're gonna try to knock her down. They've gotta try to get some sort of name recognition. That's their biggest problem at this point. And I mean, I think people know that Tim James is Bob James's son. Yeah, but hey, hey, hey.
0: people don't remember him from 10 years ago. Anyway, we're gonna have to leave it right there. You've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.